Hi, I'm Stephen Ray, host of the Spiritual Hipster Podcast. I started this podcast because I noticed a growing number of millennials were beginning to identify as spiritual versus religious. So, every Wednesday, I hope that you will take a listen and hopefully be inspired. And most of all, I hope that you will begin to live spirituality on your terms. Welcome to the Spiritual Hipster Podcast. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Spiritual Hipster Podcast. Yes, I'm your host, Stephen Ray, and I'm excited today, you all. I have an amazing guest that's coming onto the show, and she is going to share with you her divine encounter, her amazing spiritual journey. I'm ready for you all to hear her, so I'm not going to be before you too long with my kind of housekeeping announcements. <laughs> so before we get into the show, I always like to make sure that you are connected to the podcast. So how do you do that? Our social media accounts help you stay connected. And if you're not connected to us via social media, I will tell you now how you can do so. So on Facebook, if you search for The Spiritual Hipster Podcast and click the like button, you will join a community of spiritual hipsters who are all in for this podcast. And allow for me to also say that I invite you to comment on there. If I post a comment, like it, definitely. But I also want to hear from you. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast. And hopefully the material that we're presenting to you is sticking with you. Also, if you are on SoundCloud, you can definitely do so and click the like button on the SoundCloud page by searching The Spiritual Hipster Podcast, as well as leave comments on the episodes. Let me know, again, what's sticking with you. I want to hear from you all. Next, if you are on iTunes, please subscribe and rate the podcast five stars. Leave a comment. Let people know that this podcast is sticking and resonating with you. The more visibility that we get, the better opportunities for others to join the spiritual hipster movement. And lastly, on IG, Instagram, you can follow us at The Spiritual Hipster. That page allows for you to stay up to date as well as to what we're doing with the podcast. And so moving forward, you know how this goes now. I definitely want to give you your spiritual soul speak message. And this week's soul speak message is a little different. So if you are on Spotify, I want you to check out for The Spiritual Hipster podcast playlist. It's volume one, and it includes songs that I find very influential, inspirational, and I hope that will speak to your soul. So how do you do so? Just go on to Spotify and search for For The Spiritual Hipster. It will come up. It's volume one. It has about 14 songs on it so far. And I would say that this playlist is a mixed bag of records. So records that include uh, songs from uh, NDRE, Janae Aiko, uh, Molly Music, there's also some Sia on there that I kind of listen to for inspiration. So if you go on there and I want you to definitely subscribe to that playlist, you will definitely get a treat of great inspirational tracks. And I'm not sure how long I want to keep this track list going, but it will for right now sit at 14 or so tracks. One particular song that I want you to focus on this week as your spiritual soul speak message, I think it is in alignment with uh, our conversation today. I would 
just listening to Janae Aiko's record Ascension. It is off her latest project entitled Trip. And it features my favorite artist, you guys know, Brandy Norwood. And the record is amazing. It says, basically in the chorus, I'm on my way. I'm on my way. If I can make it out this hell, I know I can and I know I will. And it is a record that I've been playing as a spiritual uplifting uh, soundtrack to my soul. And I hope that you guys will find the lyrics as well to be truthful, to be honest, and to be uplifting for your soul. Moving forward, I'm excited about the guest that's coming on to the show today. She goes by the name of Kajo Pandey, and I'm excited for you all to hear her story. So you may be wondering at this point, who is Kajo? Kajo describes herself as a transformational life coach helping people to experience their truth. Her mission is to empower the planet to be the truth of who they really are and then live in it. So welcome to the show, Kajo Pandey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Ah, good. I'm doing well. I'm so happy that you decided to join us today on the Spiritual Hipster Podcast. No problem, no problem. So I would like, before we get into the Spiritual Hipster pod, uh, Podcast talk, to just kind of have a brief background on you, talk to us about uh, where you're coming from and things of that nature, um, and how you got to where you are today. So I say that I'm a transformational life coach. Okay. And I came to hear about, I would say, seven years ago when at the age of 22, I had my spiritual awakening where I realized more than what meets the eye, more about myself, more about my connection to God, to source, universe, whatever you name you want to call it. Yes. And I always, as a kid, always looked at the world very differently and I knew there had to be another way. There had to be something else out there. Ah, okay. And the way that religion was taught and the way I was in that in that was very dogmatic was very fear-based it just never settled with me Mm. and um, I come from the Indian culture so the Indian culture is very it's very I want to say I would say very rigid okay not not as progressive as the as the western world and especially as a woman, it's very um, repressive on women in terms of, you know, what they can do, who they can marry, and all of that. So um, I, being an independent thinker, would always talk back to my parents. And <laughs> it was just like, why can't you just shut up and listen? I'm like, no, I'm not going to shut up and listen. <laughs> and so I always would ask a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't surprise me that I am where I am today because... Those questions ultimately led to my spiritual awakening, what I call my divine storm, where I hit a completely low point in my life. And Mm. I was on my hands and knees and I just said, either take this pain away or show me what to do because I will not live like this anymore, the way that 95% of our society is conditioned to live. Mm. And that's when the beautiful book, You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay popped into my life. Mm. And I found this whole entire other world of spirituality, of self-help, of empowerment Mm. that really, really felt good. And I really resonated with it when I would read these texts and listen to these people. And I just devoured books. And I became so committed to my own soul's evolution 
that I've realized that this is what I'm here to do in the world. I'm here mm. to help other people experience the truth of who they really are and then go live that. And I firmly believe that as we become more aligned to who we really are, all the problems that are in the world will naturally just go away because people will have a deeper understanding of their truth. Yeah. And that, and that connection they share with every living creature, tree, bird, worm, human on the planet. And we're going to want to be part of this unified oneness field that is full of love and light and acceptance and compassion and peace. That's our natural state. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So you said a lot there. And I definitely want to, um, at certain points of our conversation today, pull back on some of those points that you mentioned. So, but before we get into some of that, I definitely want to hear from you. When did you first encounter spirituality? I know you mentioned that you had a uh, spiritual awakening moment. Like, what was that? What was that for you? What was that first encounter like for you? Um, I think for me, I come. I'm. I was brought up in the Hinduism religion. Okay. And Hinduism is very spiritual. The root of it is the mm-hmm. Bhagavad Gita, which is the most spiritual sacred text text written. And if you actually go read that text, and you read a lot of the other Hindu scriptures, they're very spiritually based in that in that very non-secular way. It's all talking about self-realization, self-enlightenment, all mm. about connecting to yourself through meditation and chanting and things like that. So I always had that as a lens, but I was, I never understood why I didn't feel connected to myself, even though I was coming from that Eastern perspective of self-realization, self-awareness. And so when I feel like when we have a lot of, um, I would say challenges in our life and continual step blocks after step blocks, yeah. and you grow up in a very toxic environment and, you know, Things, things just, there's no place for your soul to be nurtured when things like that happen. And this could be like, you've had, you know, sexual abuse or you've had, you know, just parents who didn't know how to parent you Yeah. or you had, you know, you just got bullied as a kid a lot in school, whatever. And for me, it was like combination of just not fitting in the world and not feeling accepted by the world around me, especially my fa- my immediate family. Mm. And so I always felt like an outcast, felt like a black sheep, I always felt different than everybody. I'm like, why don't I want the same things as everybody else wants? Like, why don't I, why don't <laughs> I want to be a doctor and like, you know, do that path that like all my Indian friends are doing? Why don't I, why didn't I get into an Ivy League school like all my other friends are in Ivy League school? Like, why am I not yeah. good at tennis? Because all Indian people are good at tennis. Mm-hmm. I was just always different. I just kind of became fed up with trying to fit into a box. Mm-hmm. And it was my senior year in college, and I had just gone through like a really bad breakup. And mm-hmm. my parents were on my case about like, what are you going to do now that you're graduating college? And like, mm-hmm. where, what's your next step? And I was like, I don't know. I just, I just want to breathe. <laughs> and I just felt so lost, so confused. And everything in those past like 21 years had all culminated. And I just literally was so fed up. I was just like, I don't want to live like this. And mm. something has got to change. And I, something I didn't mention is I grew up with suicidal depression. So I, oh, try, wow. I tried to kill myself three times in the past. Mm. And so every time that would happen, I would hear a voice that would say, keep going. Mm. And I don't know where this voice came from, but I listened to it. It made me really angry but I still listened to it. Mm-hmm. And when, when that combination of me being on my hands and knees was like bawling my eyes out, I heard this voice again. And that's when it was like, who are you? Like, I need to know, like this cannot, I cannot yeah. just 
this cannot just continue. And it's just, it was just at this moment, I just kind of surrendered mm. and just said, like, I don't know the way, like, please show me the way. Mm. And I really believe if you come to a point in your life where you're totally just let go of trying to figure it out or trying to get, yeah. you know, an answer or have a prayer you know, heard is just totally surrender everything. You've kind of created the space for the universe to then just kind of like intervene and be like, okay, I heard you. Like, yeah. but like most of the times what happens is we don't really create that space. Mm. We st still get in our way. And I think when I just got on my hands and knees, I just created that space and I just allowed myself to be guided. I didn't ex have an expectation or anything. And that's mm -hmm. when that book came into play and I'm a very naturally curious person. I asked a lot of questions. Yeah. So that book came into place. I just started Googling like, who is this person? What is this book about? What other people's experiences with this book? And then the whole world of like, Hey house publishing just opened up to me. And like all these other people like Wayne Dyer and Abraham Hicks and the book Seth speaks and you know, um, a course in miracles. Like, Oh, I was just like, what? Mm. And it just really resonated so much. It felt like I came home. Yeah. Yeah. So that that is an amazing journey. I feel like you had a set of experiences that kind of was leading you to come to what you now have as your spiritual practice. And so I would ask you to follow up with that. Like, do you have a, a label for it or your spiritual identity? Like, is there a label that you would assign to your spiritual kind of practice and way of life um no i wouldn't no because to okay. me this is this is the only the only thing that is truly the most real mm. Mm. and to me needing to put a label on it or to identify it is all coming from a place of needing to make sense of it oh okay and and sometimes trying to make sense of yourself it doesn't need to have a definition it's just an experience you wow know? Mm -hmm. and when you come into that place of having an experience of the divine mm -hmm. and it it can happen anywhere for me it happens when I go in nature or 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 I'm looking at it looking at my cat like those experiences yeah. of oneness like oh my god I feel so much love coming from me and I don't even know why like and I don't want to know why like it happens to me when I have when I'm having interaction with another human I'm just like I love you and I don't even know you like I just <laughs> love you yeah and it's like that's when I realized that it's not something that we kind of tap into or like embody. It's something we allow ourselves to be once we just kind of get our, get out of our own way. It's like a natural state of being. Mm, mm, I love that. I love that. It's like, you're basically just letting life, not letting life just happen, but you're just, you're, you're being present. That's, and that's one thing that I know that I've been trying to be more aware of. I'm naturally a person that likes to think out in the future and think about, visionary big visionary stuff and playing ahead um but one thing that has been giving me so much peace in my life lately is this whole thing around being present and just experiencing what life has to offer so i, I definitely appreciate that perspective yeah yeah thank you thank you thank you all right so if you uh could give us any sense of what your spiritual practice looks like um is there a routine or is there something that you make sure that you do daily to uh, facilitate your spirituality in that type of sense? What, what would that look like for you? 
So I am not a creature of habit. <laughs> <laughs> I try to be a creature of habit and have structure, and it's just not how I work. Uh-huh. I, I, I wake up in the morning, and I ask myself the question, what feels the most exciting to do today? Mm. Like, what gives, what would bring, bring me the most joy today? And I go do that. And sometimes it's sitting down in meditation, or it's journaling, or it's reading a book, or it's going for a walk, or it's just having, you know, breakfast with a friend. It's whatever is coming out that would make me feel the most joyful. Mm. So in the past, I would be like, oh, I need a routine. I need to get like 20 minutes of meditation in. I need to do it morning pages. I need yeah. to, you know, get my, get my body moving. And it just felt so like I had to be a certain way. And I was trying to like tick the boxes off. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, and then feeling a sense of like good about myself from the crossing off that I did in my, on my list <laughs> that I had things to do. And I just... It just, it just started to feel very analytical, very kind of from my mind. Mm-hmm. And I just allowed my, my soul to guide me by just asking myself the question, what feels the most exciting to me to do mm-hmm. today? What will bring me the most joy? And, yeah. and, and sometimes, you know, some people can't do that. You know, they have those nine to five jobs they have to go to. They have certain commitments they have to do. And that's okay. But if you could just in the morning, wake up and ask yourself the question, what would bring me the most joy today? And just pick one or two things to do during that day. And it could be just, you know, listening to your favorite song, sitting on a park bench, mm. observing all the other humans passing by or calling your friend and telling them you appreciate them. Whatever that thing is, mm. try to sprinkle it in in your day at least once or twice. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I, I think that's so key. Again, that I think what I keep hearing from you is this this thing about being... Um, present, but also intentional um, mm-hmm. about the, the ways that you um, are, are, are listening to what your what your spirit and what you want from yourself in in, in the spirituality sense. Mm-hmm. So yeah, thank you for that. I appreciated that. So the other uh, question I wanted to ask you is if you could channel like one spiritual trait or spiritual practice, whatever it may be, in relationship to spirituality, what would that be for you? Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know if this is like something like that, that is like something to achieve, but it's just holding the space for people to be all of themselves. Wow. Mm. And, and not having any kind of need for this person to be this way or to behave this way or talk this way or walk this way or dress this way, but just allowing that person to be who they are, all of them. Mm. with their flaws, with mm. their challenges, with their issues, with their amazingness. It's just, I feel like that is so powerful. Yeah, it is. And, yeah. and that's something I, I really, really do when I'm working with my clients one-on-one because it's that one time for them to truly feel seen and heard for who they are. And mm-hmm. I feel like if we can give that gift to another person, and it doesn't have to be someone you know. It could be someone at the grocery store. It's like, all, all people want is to be seen and heard for who they really are, all right. of them. Right. And if we could just practice holding that space, being that container of just, hey, you know, all of you is accepted right now. And there's nothing that I, I, I want from you. Mm. It's very empowering. Yeah, that is. That is very empowering. It's, it's, it gives people to have that type of energy, um, to have that type of uh, or about you to bring folks into a, a position where they can literally feel like they can be themselves. They don't have to to front or put on this facade that they are someone else is 
is definitely a trait that I think that the world needs more of. <laughs> um, I think we get more people to show up authentically that way. And, 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 and really, like, I keep going back to this, be intentional and be present. Um, and I think that that's important, too, as well. Um, so it, I know you, you talked a little bit about, um, you know, you try to do, you try to create that sense for your, um, your clients. So talk to us a little bit about the work that you do and how that, how your spirituality influences the work that you do. So everything in life is a reflection of us. Mm -hmm. That's, that's how I look at it. Mm -hmm. And for me, every single time I'm on a client call, it's all about me holding this sacred, non-judgmental space for this person to experience their truth. Mm. And I don't come at it as I'm an expert. I know more than you. I'm involved, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I come at it as your equal, as a mirror to help you see and access your own innate wisdom. Because you are also the spark of the divine. Wow. You are, you are wow. the same as I am. It's mm -hmm. just you have this veil or a you know, something's covering this, this fog, this dark cloud you may be in mm -hmm. through you know, a challenge you've had or, you know, a, a really tra a traumatic event in your life. And it's covering your truth, your light. And my job is to just help you see your light and access your own innate wisdom. And when you do, transformation happens. You, you transform into a higher truth about yourself and you're no longer the same. You allow yourself to have access to more more of who you are, your gifts, your talents, your abilities, why you came here, your soul mission. Every one of us has a gift to give to this world. Wow. And there, because there's only one of us, our gift is unique. It's irreplaceable. Yeah, yeah. And if we can realize that as individuals, it could change the world. I mean, someone in, them, in themselves could have, you know, the gift of giving the world free electricity so people in, you know, impoverished countries could have have free electricity. But if that person isn't awakening to the truth of who they really are because of something they were told in their in their in their life that they're not good enough or their mm. gifts don't matter, mm -hmm. the the world won't have that gift and so many people will go without it. Mm. And mm. so my job is to really help facilitate that experience of yourself. And when you have that visceral experience of yourself and you understand this is what it really feels like to be me. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to be this, this image, this self, this limited small self that I've been taught my whole entire life that I am. Mm. You start peeling back the layers together. And most of the time people will quit their jobs or they'll start a project or they'll, you know, leave a relationship or they'll want to deeper connect with a spirit guide or really hone on their intuition. They really want to live from place of self-service yeah. because that is world service. Mm, mm. Yeah. So I, I feel, yeah, definitely that I could see where the connections from your personal journey and spirituality, how you connect that and help for others to see where they are in life and make those connections for themselves. I like how you said that, that, that you, you come into the work as an equal. Um, you're just basically empowering, helping people to tap into that, to into their own spiritual space, into their own selves so that they can reach the height that they need to yeah because yeah, the, the the thing that we could truly help the way we could truly help someone is by empowering them we yeah. can't really change people yeah but we can empower them to see themselves differently and once you see yourself differently you see what you can do mm. what you're capable of what you're here to give you you expect more of yourself and you know you can be more have more do more mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. 
I love it. I love it. This is great. Um, so I want to ask you um, if you uh, were sitting in with a client and they sat down and asked you, like, how can I become my highest self? What, what advice would you give them? I'd say you are already your highest self. You wow. just have to let go of everything that you think wow. is not you mm-hmm. to be that. You, are, you already are what you're looking for. Wow. You're just looking out here instead of looking in here. Wow. 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 Uh, that, yeah, that just changed my whole perspective on that. Like, and it's something, it's, it's weird because I often say to myself, I am the source. Mm-hmm. And um, it is weird that I never even made that connection. Like, yeah, I'm the source. I look at it in other ways. But, yeah, I'm the source because I'm already, like, I'm, I'm the source. I'm reaching. I'm at my highest self. I just need to, like you said, look inward instead of outward um, mm-hmm. and, and to, to tap into that. Wow. Okay. That, that totally <laughs> changed my whole perspective. And I hope that that does something for our listeners today. So we're going to move on to our next section of the show. And the next section of the show is called The Spiritual uh, Wildstorm. And it's when I throw out a word and you just tell me the first thing that comes to mind, keeping in mind that I have the power to stop the storm at any time. If you say something, I want to hear more about why you made the connection to the word that I said. Is that cool? Sounds good. All right. (laughs) So the first word that I'll start off with is faith interestingly enough i got an image of myself wow wow okay Uh, love the world okay trust myself wow purpose truth soul divine higher self the real me. Ooh, let's let's park there because I I think that was where I, I kind of really I loved your response about that. Talk a little bit more about that, the higher self, and your yeah, and your response. So, so oftentimes when we think of higher self, we literally think of higher self, something above me, something that's greater than me, something that's bigger than me. It's that whole idea that God is in the clouds some white bearded people in the clouds <laughs> and he's just like punishing me and like, you know, whatever. And that's, that's kind of how we translate it as like something that's above me, higher than me, superior than me. Mm. But your higher self is just another version of you in a different reality, in a different dimension, mm. which has a broader perspective of your life, of where you are in a physical body, having mm. a human experience. Mm. But that higher self is you just from a from another angle. You think of it like your higher self is the plane mm-hmm. and you and this body is the car. What can see more, the plane or the car? The car, okay. I think. The plane. The oh, plane. The, well, the plane, yeah, depending on, yeah, yeah, I would say that, yeah, the plane. The plane, because I think the plane can see 360. Right, right. And the, and the car can just see what's coming, coming out, at straight yeah. forward. Gotcha, gotcha. So, so if you think who you are is just this, this, this body, who has these thoughts in this time-space reality, you're only going to be looking at it from this one perspective right. heading this way. But if you allow yourself to be like, okay, I, I'm more. I, I'm more than this. There's got to be more to me than just physical matter. It's like when I, when I go to sleep, I dream. Mm-hmm. And those dreams feel just as real to me. But 
And then I come back to this reality and I'm just like, but I had this dream. And we sometimes remember those really visceral dreams and we're like, I remember I had this dream where I felt this really strong emotion. Mm. But then we come back into this reality of, you know, physicality, 3D. But it's like we can't, we cannot not justify that what dream we had, that emotion we felt was so strong, was so real. Mm. So, so it's like being open to you know, there's other possibilities of existing besides just in a physical form. Yeah. And so I like to look at my higher self as just another version of me who's got the aerial view of where I'm headed, what my life is like, what's coming, what's approaching. And my higher self is always speaking to me through my emotions. Wow. Always. And it's like when you feel good, your higher self is agreeing with you and be like, cha-ching. <laughs> you're, 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 you're stepped into who you really are. And when you feel bad, your higher self goes, like yeah. you're, you, you're farther away from who you are. Right. So your higher self is nothing that you have to achieve. It's just who you have to align to. And the more you feel good, the more you're in alignment with your higher self, which is another way of saying your true self. That's why I said the real me. Wow. wow. If you don't like, if you don't like, you know, if, if, if saying the higher self just is kind of like weird, it weirds you out, just say my true self. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I love this. Uh, man, you, I think you bring a perspective that makes, um, if just for lack of a better word, the higher self really seem obtainable. Because mm-hmm. um, I feel like in conversations that I have with people, who are oftentimes trying to grapple with how to become their highest, highest self, um, they see it as something that it, it'll take years, right? Mm-hmm. That uh, it, it'll take me gaining more experience with wisdom in life and, and having maybe even some hard times and trials to get to this high, um, high actual, uh, self-actualization, right? This high self um, kind of perception. So in, in your perspective provides this sense of that right now as we are we're we're there we just we're have there. to we have to just realize that and 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 act in it and i love that well any 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 time you feel good we've all had those moments where we feel complete ecstasy complete joy we feel like goosebumps all over our body we feel so happy and we're like i don't even know why i'm happy i'm just so happy like, yeah I, I love my life that is you being your higher self. Yeah. Because there's this level of joy, happiness, contentment, peace emanating from you that you're just like, you just feel on top of the world. And we've all have, have had those moments. Yeah. Just, just to say that you've never experienced your higher self or your true self is, is actually a lie because we've all experienced it. And as you start to feel normal about those experiences mm-hmm. and stop making it something that's outside of you to attain you're going to allow yourself to be embody it more and more just by choosing to feel good. Wow. Wow. Thank you so much for that perspective. I think our listeners are definitely going to get something that um, changes the way that they kind of view um, reaching their higher self. And um, even just to even look at spirituality from a lens, because um, I love that you don't, don't have a necessary label for it. Um, is that you're just, you're, you're in it for the experience and yeah, I love that. I love that. So we'll move on to the next section of our show. The next section of our show is that if we were able to pull out your spiritual toolbox, um, you, if you could tell me one thing that would, um, you would have in that spiritual toolbox that has gotten you through, 
um, or really uplifted your soul and kept you um, throughout your time in life? Um, I would definitely say meditation is one of those. Wow. Okay. Because meditation is me taking all of my attention from outside to all just kind of retracting it inward. Mm. Just kind of, you know, if you if you think of a roly poly bug, (laughs) (laughs) and you like touch the bug, it just completely like circles itself in, and it just turns into like a little round little object. That's kind of how I view meditation. Is like we're kind of going through a life, all of our like attentions out here we're hearing things we're seeing things we're constantly you know analyzing things collecting data but as soon as you start meditating all your attention all the eyes you know the sound it all just kind of goes retracted inward and you're here with yourself and that's why meditation is scary for a lot of people Mm -hmm. everybody is constantly having some kind of a stimulation i mean in our today's world how many times do we actually sit still yeah we're always on our phones if we even if we're by ourselves we're like let's let's just scroll through my phone (laughs) like let's pretend like i'm doing something important (laughs) and that's why meditation is scary because it's like oh my god like i have to be with myself that's weird that's abnormal that's not okay yeah and people say like oh it's not for me but something's happening yeah because it feels uncomfortable, something is shifting. Dang, yeah. and uncomfortableness is not a bad thing. It's actually really, really good. Right. You're you're overcoming something. You're you're transforming. Right. And so if you could just stick with it and just stay there, yeah. The mind will eventually quiet itself and you'll just have this expansive experience of yourself. And the more you do it, the more it's gonna to start to feel normal. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny you say um, the whole uncomfortableness. I remember when I was in college, um, there was a uh, staff member at the institution that I went to, and she would do, before our meetings, she would make us do meditation. Um, And I remember just being so goofy and silly during those things. I was like, what is this? But it was because I didn't want to sit with myself now that I look back at it years from now, and I'm like, "That's, (coughs) excuse me, that's the reason why I didn't find this like I, I tried I laughed at it during it but it wasn't until probably about April of this year I practiced it um just randomly I went online to look at uh meditation practices and it was the first time that I actually felt present I've noticed my body um like the breathing I noticed that I was able to um I was able to kind of like yeah drift it sometimes in my thought pattern but I was able to, to recognize that my thoughts were drifting and I was able to come back to center myself. And so that was the first time that I kind of encountered that whole, like, oh, meditation really does help to, to transform that uncomfortable energy, right? And to, to really get centered and to really be present with yourself. Because like you said, there's so much we're acting to out there in the world. Um, this gives me that moment to just say, I, I know that that's going on out there in the world, but I need to be right here with myself. So, yeah. yeah and it, it also creates that space. You know, if you're looking for that next business project or next, you know, idea, mm-hmm. next thing that's going to help you like share your gift or, you know, you have an idea to do something like that is this, you're creating a space for the the universe, or you can even say the divine to speak to you. Like everything mm. that I've created, it's all come through meditation. It's like, Kajal, you should go do this, or you should try this, or go email this person. I'm just like, why? And I'm like, <laughs> okay. It's like 
but it would have never come to me if I would if I was just sitting there being like paving the pavement and be like, okay, I got to figure out how I'm going to get in touch with this person and how I'm going to do this. And where am I going to get the next big idea from and what my business idea is going to be? It's like, you can be figuring that out your whole life. But when you are meditating, you're creating mm-hmm. a space of stillness yeah. for your natural, for, your, for what's within you to come through you. And then, and then you're like, oh my gosh, like, this is amazing. And I just thought of it sitting in meditation. Wow. Wow. So yeah, I, I, yeah, the meditation piece is something that I definitely, uh, subscribe to and try to do. And I don't, I haven't gotten to a point where I'm able to do it. I want to do it a longer period. Uh, for me, it's like five minutes. (laughs) That's all I can give. But, um, but I definitely, I know how, peaceful it is and often like too like you said for me it gives me direction and sense of how I need to move forward in my life and so yeah I appreciate that so we're at a close this conversation kind of went fast (laughs) and so before we close out the show I definitely want to make sure that you have the opportunity to share with the listeners um, your your contact or ways that people can get in contact with you if they wanted to utilize your services um, as well as keep up with the work that you're doing because I feel like you do some awesome work. I keep up with your YouTube um, series that you have going on and other things that I've seen you write up on Huffington Post and stuff like that. So let the people know how they can definitely get in touch with you. Yeah. Um, so you can just go to my website, which is kajalpandey.com, K-A-J-A-L-P-A-N-D-E-Y.com. And then if you just go to YouTube and put my name in the search bar, you'll see my videos there. And then um, if you want, you can follow me on social media and all that information on my website, where, where how to get to there. Awesome. And I'll make sure I'll also keep that information in to the uh, description box for the show so that people have access to that that way. But thank you so much. I appreciate you coming on to the show today. And at the end, I always make my guests say one thing to close it out, that they are a spiritual hipster. So if you just say your name and that you're a spiritual hipster, we'll close this on out. I'm Kajal, and I'm a spiritual hipster. All right. You heard it here first on the Spiritual Hipster Podcast. And thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, continue to live out spirituality on your terms. Take care.